Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty... Twisted. ...side of kink. So, Dara and I were talking about wanting to do a podcast because so many people don't really understand the reality of kink. And we figured who better to talk about it than the two of us. Absolutely. I've been involved in kink now for about six years. Mm, oh my goodness. I have been involved in kink now for so long, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was 19 when I started, and now I'm an age that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> well, at least you started it young. I, on the other hand, started it as an old lady. Uh, not that old. Not that old. <laughs> so, how'd you get started? Well, it all started with a little book called Fifty Shades of Grey. Ugh! I know, please don't at me, everybody, but... That is honestly how I got started. I, uh, okay. I, I, read I have the, opinions. A lot of people have opinions. I read the book and I thought, wow, this is sexy as hell. I would like to try this. Okay, I can kind of see that. <laughs> yes. So I knew that reading it didn't mean this is how kink actually happened. And I did my research, read other books. Thank God for the internet. Lots of information <laughs> out there. Not all of it accurate, to say the least. And I decided to join FetLife. That's a pretty good start. And once I joined FetLife, I met a guy. Like we do. Like we do. And he introduced me into the lifestyle. Now, for we will call this gentleman Voldemort because... He shall not be named. Through this gentleman, I met a lot of amazing, wonderful people. Like me! Exactly. And... Went to munches, went to dungeon events, and decided this was definitely the lifestyle for me. How about you? Uh, so mine was actually kind of gradual. I didn't dive headfirst into it like you. Well, yeah, that's my style. I dive yeah. <laughs> headfirst into anything. So like I said before, mine was, it's kind of started when I was 19. And I, okay, so again, there was this guy. Always a guy. Always a guy. Uh, unless you're into women, in which case there's always a woman. Okay, so how it started was I was experimenting a little bit with some personal hygiene. And I kind of, <laughs> sh yeah, I know. I, again, 19, I shaved a heart into my pubic hair. Interesting. <laughs> this was before I went full on, you know, shave everything because I don't want to bother with the grooming process. But I attempted a heart. And, of course, I can't keep a secret to save my life and told him. Oh, wow. And how did he respond? He wanted to see it. Of course he did. He's a guy. Duh, yeah. So, anyway, he, uh, he came over and he was begging to see this heart. And he said, um... So, anyway, he was begging and begging and begging and I was just... Oh, this is so hot. I love having this man beg on his knees to see this thing. <laughs> this is awesome. Make him beg for it. I told him that he had to take a shower in front of me in order to see it because he literally said he would do anything. And at the time, that was the worst I could come up with. You were 19. I was a baby dumb. Yeah. So we got in the shower, full on naked. I had the door open. I had the curtain open, everything. And I specifically told him what to do, how to do it, how long to spend doing it. And I could see him getting redder and redder. 
And he was enjoying, I could also see that he was enjoying the heck out of it. I bet. And uh, so afterwards, yes, I showed him and he was, oh my God. Uh, uh, uh. So, of course. And so at that point, we kind of figured out that uh, he has a humiliation fetish and I have a, I really want to make men do what I want fetish. Well, it's great when your fetishes line up so nicely like it that. It worked out beautifully. And uh, so then we started exploring and I ended up making him wear my red lace thong one day. Oh, wow. And he got off on it and we just kept going from there. And the rest is history. The rest is history. I got my first electro kit about six years ago, seven years ago, maybe now. Okay. And I started exploring that, and I haven't looked back since. That is truly my place in the Dom world, is Electro. Oh, yeah. And hence your name, Electro Khaleesi. Where would I be without Khaleesi? That's true. I wonder what brilliant person came up with that idea. I have no idea. (gasps) But that person must be really smart. He's fantastic, (laughs) and will be talked about probably (laughs) many times on this show. So... I don't know how much you've changed since you first started, but I know for me, if you looked at me when I first started in the Kingster world versus now, it's night and day. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. I started off where my only concept of pain was what I termed princess pain. Princess pain is see all the beautiful, painful ways women go through in order to look beautiful. High heels, corsets waxing, plucking, all of that type of pain. I don't do pain. any of that except the corset. Yeah, see, all of that type of pain, I was on board for. I could handle that. But you want to hit me with a paddle? Ouch, not happening. Yeah, I still don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll hit you with a paddle. I do the paddle now. Yeah, that did change for you, didn't it? Oh, that totally changed as I left... Voldemort, and became (laughs) friends with some other kinksters, I started to try new and different things. And it started off with canes and crops and other things. I remember the first time I did a cane, it was with a good friend of mine, and we were doing a scene, and I said to him, you want to try a cane? He said, if you're willing to. I mean, he obviously had experience, because I would never... Yeah. Try something with somebody who hasn't experienced it. Always, always, always a good policy. Right. Someone has to have experience in order for the other one to experiment. Yeah. Yeah. So I tried canes with him. Then I became good friends with another woman who was very much into some crazy stuff with needles and staples and blood play. And I just started to watch her and see how much fun she was having with it and how much she enjoyed it and realized it was not as scary as I thought it was. And again, because I'm the one who jumps headfirst into things, when I decided to try needles for the first time, I did 42 needles on my first (laughs) try. See, and I'm terrified of needles. Like, the idea of having something inside my skin is just, I can't do it. So you're my hero for just (laughs) trying it because I don't think I could. Do you remember that time that um, we were doing some scenes kind of near each other and you were doing blood play and I, you warned me. I did. I always try to warn the people who are around me that there will be blood. Yeah. So 
turned around at the wrong time and I saw it. And my bottom at the time actually called red because I turned gray. <laughs> she looked at me and she was like, nope, we're stopping. Red, you can't continue. I was like, okay. Let's Meanwhile, not do this. I was probably laughing, smiling, having a blast. Oh, you were having a great time. I was about to hit the floor. Yeah. Which is why I try to warn you. <laughs> can't help it if you don't, if you still look. I, yeah, that was my bad. But so I went to blip. And then once I was doing needles, and paddles with spikes that made me bleed, I thought, well, maybe I should try staples too. And so now I do staples. None of which I can probably handle. I think I'm a lot more of a wuss than you when it comes to blood and anything like that. Mm -hmm. However, I think you've done electroplay, what, twice now? Electroplay is not my favorite. <laughs> I think the last time I did it, it was for your birthday. And that was yeah. my birthday gift to you. Yeah, it was a great present. you do electro on me. The first time you, you told me that it was, it felt like ants crawling up your arms or something. Yes. Yeah, and I don't see it that way. To me, so the first time I ever actually tried it, I was at a um, convention. And one of the seminars was one of those after 10, you have to be 18 to enter it kind of things. Mm -hmm. And it was how Victorian medicine has become the basis of modern day kink. Okay. It was fascinating. And I'm the nerd sitting in the back taking notes. Of course you are. Right. Because I do that. So one of the implements that he brought out was a violet wand. And that is the basis for electroplay. And he talked about it for a little while and he was doing all of these, you know, showing us how it works and everything. And then he said, does anybody want to try it? And I practically stood in my chair. I was like, I am so ready. So at the time I was wearing a steel boned corset because costume. Yes. And he did it, but he did it to my arm, not the corset. The second time he did it to my corset and it was... I'm going to get to that some other time, but he left this lightning bolt shaped kind of scar raised, not scar, but like a raised, um, almost a burn on my arm. And it didn't, it didn't feel like a burn. It just felt like, like a tingle, but it was a strong tingle. And I totally mind blank. I was like, yup. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. And I, for two days afterwards, with that shape on my arm, I just kept petting it. <laughs> for the rest of the convention, I was petting this arm, spot just, on my arm. Just, this is my happy place. Aww. I like this. See, I feel that way about bruises. I, I bruise like a peach. Yes, that's a good thing. Yeah. I don't bruise that way anymore, but again. Well, you built up. More stuff to talk about in more episodes. Yeah, well, we'll get there. We have a lot of stuff to get to at some point. So that is our beginnings. Um, we're very opposite, as you can tell. A lot of the things that Ra-Ra likes, I don't. And I don't understand why she doesn't like them, but I accept it. Yeah, well, I, I may not like to get bruises, but I sure as heck like to give them to you. Yes, you do. <laughs> I remember the very first time that you gave me a bruise. Oh, that was a good night. Oh, that was a funny night. That was hysterical. We were at a party that I was hosting at my dungeon, and you hit me on my boob with a wooden spoon, if I remember correctly. Yes. And you left a mark. And Immediately. I, it showed up so quickly. 
And I just remember looking at your face and the goofy grin on your face. I was proud of myself. And I jokingly asked you, you want to autograph it? (laughs) Yes, I did. And you did. So I got you a Sharpie and you autographed the bruise. And then that became a game for the rest of the night. Every top at that party tried to bruise me. And once they were able to bruise me, autographed their mark. I, I mean, remember, you were covered in bruises and Sharpie by the end of that night. Oh, it was, but it was so much fun. We couldn't stop laughing. Oh, it was great. If it took somebody more than one hit. Everybody in the whole party was watching and we'd all go, ah! That's right. I was covered in bruises and different kinds of bruises because everybody was hitting me with different kinds of implements. Mm-hmm. There were some they paddles. And sign it. Had- one person had a crop that was an interesting shape. Yes. So, good times. I love our parties. I miss our parties. Someday. But until then, we've got this podcast. Pink Kink. Pink Kink, where we can reminisce about all the fun that we've had and yearn for all the fun we're going to have. I cannot wait to go back and do more Electro on people. I'm so looking forward to it. I love their faces. I love their sounds. I love it when people are new to it and they're feeling it for the first time and I can walk them through the different sensations that different implements have. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. And I love my own personal journey and where I'm going with this and the fact that now, in addition to bottoming and submitting, I'm also topping and doming. So that's interesting because you do that for different people right so you you kind of have this thing where you want to top for certain people but you bottom for certain people right it's not just an either or uh my one of my favorite tops finally let me top her for the first time but it was very stressful i was very stressed because she is my all-time favorite top and she's been a huge part of teaching me and helping me grow And I felt great pressure to do a really, really good job topping her. Well, it hasn't been your dynamic for all of these years. No. So that's got to be kind of weird. It was weird. It was weird, but it's good because it's always good to try new and different things. Because how do you know you like something if you don't try it? I mean, except for you and blood, because you know you don't I know. I'm fully aware that I do not. (laughs) Me and blood are not good friends. We will not be good friends. That is my 100% top red limit. Yeah. No. Um, On the other hand, again, with the whole opposite things, there are are so few people that I will... I will bottom for a few different things, but as far... And for a few different people, but for subbing... Which is different. Exactly. One person. All right. Well, let's save that for another episode where we can talk about the difference between topping and doming and bottoming and submitting. Yeah, we can do that. That sounds like very far in the future. All right. So that's a little bit about us and showing our experiences and our knowledge so you can feel that we know what we're talking about. So if you have any thoughts or ideas about future episodes or questions that you would like to ask us, please feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at pinkkinkpodcast at gmail.com or find us on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. You can also reach me on Twitter 
at the Princess Rara. My Instagram handle is also the Princess Rara. Or reach out to me on FetLife at Princess Rara, all one word. And how can people reach you? So it's pretty much all the same. Uh, Gmail, Instagram, FetLife is Electro underscore Khaleesi. That's it. Great. All right. Well, until next time. Stay kinky. Bye.